at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly Scholar Newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. beneficiaries of the 2030 Agenda, young people have been active architects in its development and continue to be engaged in processes that support its implementation, follow-up, and review. Hello and welcome to this week's show. My name is Taiba Tulaniyo and I'm the radio host and host assistant for the New Height Show on Education and the New Height Educational Group. This show is pre-recorded on Fridays and focuses on youth and issues affecting them. We are all thinking of Pamela Clark and her family and we wish her a speedy recovery. This week, we'll be talking about safety at work as it has more to do with the youth who are engaging in one um, vocation or the other. At the level of global policy, finance and measurement are major issues to be addressed as part of worldwide youth development efforts. At the national level, policy and pragmatic responses to the sustainable development goals have been slow and should be accelerated. In education, 142 million youth of upper secondary age are out of school. In employment, 71 million young people are unemployed and millions more are in informal work. Disparities within and between countries in education and employment among youth are stark with gender, poverty, rurality, disability, and status, all being major elements of disadvantage. For instance, about 156 million youth in low and medium income countries are working poor according to the International Labour Organization, while almost 30% of the poorest 12 to 14 year old have never attended school. The rates of injury for young workers are high. The rate of treatment in an emergency department for occupational injuries is about twice as high for youth workers as it is for those over 25 years of age. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention and the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health suggest that every nine minutes, a young person gets hurt while on the job. From 1998 to 2007, an average of 795,000 
young workers were treated for on-the-job injuries each year in the United States Hospital Injury Department for non-fatal injuries. In addition, in 2009, 359 workers under the age of 24 died from work-related injuries, with 27 of those deaths occurring for youth under 18. Even though regulations restrict youth from participating in a range of hazardous jobs and limit the hours that youth can work, youth can still face many hazards in the workplace. The high injury may be related to the high frequency of injury hazards in places where youth typically work, um, for example, hazards in restaurant settings associated with slippery floors and use of knives and cooking equipment. In addition to the work environment, youths lack experience and may not have received adequate safety training. Some youths, particularly those in middle and high school, may have inadequate fitness, strength, and cognitive abilities to complete some job-related tasks, such as operating farm equipment, for example, tractors. Modern labor markets are a tough place for young job seekers. Many feel pressure to accept the first job offer they get, often without considering if the working condition puts their health and safety at risk. This is a problem since young workers suffer from injury and illness on the job at far higher rates than their adult counterparts. Statistics show that 18 to 24 years old are more likely to have a serious accident at work than older adults. They may be exposed to poor working conditions leading to the development of occupational illnesses while still young or later in life. New to the workplace, young people may lack experience and often lack both physical and psychological maturity. They may not take seriously enough the risk that they face. Other factors that put young people at greater risk include insufficient skills and trainings, not being aware of their rights and their employer's duties, not having the confidence to speak out, and employers not recognizing the additional protection that young workers need. So how do we define a young worker? The United Nations defines youth as anyone between the ages of 15 and 24. By this definition, there are 541 million young workers in the world today, accounting for over 15% of the global labor force. For U.S. teens, a summer job is a rite of passage. Research demonstrates that these experiences, whether as um, lifeguard, working in a restaurant or the local ice cream shop, mowing lawns or working in the family business have many benefits. Some of these benefits include helping teens gain independence, valuable job and life skills, and experiences that bridge the transition to adulthood. Despite these benefits, work can also have serious risk. Approximately every five minutes, a teen aged 15 to 19 is injured at work. They experience roughly twice the rate of injuries as adult workers over age 24. 
injury and illness for young workers. Globally, 374 million workers suffered non-fatal occupational injuries in 2014. According to the European Agency for Safety and Health at Work, young people in Europe are up to 40% more likely to suffer a work-related injury than older workers. They include students who work in their spare time, apprentices, interns, young people who have finished or dropped out of compulsory education, young workers in family businesses, young employers, and self-employed workers. Why does safety at work matter? Occupational safety and health is a basic human right, but there is more to this. The human cost. The high rate of injury among young people is of particular concern as one accident can destroy a life and a lifetime of career opportunities, earning potentials, and general well-being. Poor occupational safety and health practices cost an estimated 4% of global gross domestic product each year, almost 3 trillion US dollars. While these estimates are based primarily on the economic cost to businesses and government, when a young worker is injured, years of productivity are lost along with the investment in education and training. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals. Hello, listeners. If you're enjoying the New Heights show on education and want to support or donate to our organization, please visit www.newheightseducation.org. And while you're there, check out our online store, Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. My name is Taiba Tolaniyo, and I've been talking about youth safety at work. I talked about why it's important to keep young workers safe at job at their various jobs, and we'll now move to some of the most dangerous sectors that youth can work in. First, construction. This sector attracts high number of young workers in many developing countries and has one of the highest rates of occupational injury and illness. This is due to the hazardous nature of the work, but also due to a lack of job training for a high number of inexperienced, seasonal, and migrant workers. Another sector is agriculture. This sector is a major employer of young people in developing regions. Similarly to the construction sector, Agriculture is among the most hazardous sectors for workers of all ages due to the nature of the work and the frequent lack of job training for the high number of low-skilled, seasonal, and migrant workers. Nearly half of all adolescents in hazardous child labor work in agriculture. And lastly, manufacturing. Many young workers transition directly from education to employment in manufacturing. 
Young workers comprise almost 10% of all workers in manufacturing in Africa and 20% in Eastern Europe and Central and Western Asia. In many developed countries, it's the sector with the highest proportion of occupational accidents involving young workers. Solutions to safety for youth at workplace. The first solution I'll be talking about is advancing youth development. Evidence-based youth policies tailored and adapted to national and local contexts help ensure that youth development challenges are addressed. Key elements that help ensure an effective youth policy include providing political leadership and strategic vision, securing adequate budget and resource allocations, using timely and accurate data on the situation of young people, utilizing the knowledge, experience, and expertise of young people in the design, implementation, and evaluation of the youth policy, mainstreaming and integrating youth policies across sectors, taking into account the linkages and impacts of policy objectives, and developing a transparent monitoring and accountability framework. The National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health is participating in the social media campaign to keep teen workers safe. This means to provide workplace safety and health information and resources to employers of youth, young workers, parents, and educators. Employers have the main responsibility to provide workers, including teen employees, with a safe and healthy workplace. But safety takes teamwork. Parents, teachers, and teens themselves also play a crucial role in contributing to safe and healthy work experiences for youth. So what does safety for youth at workplace mean to employers? When hiring teen workers, employers should follow these guidelines. One, learn and comply with the federal and state child labor laws that apply to young workers. Two, provide safety training using words that teens can understand. Point out safety precautions and possible workplace hazards. Give clear instructions for each task, especially on familiar ones, and provide hand-on training on correct use of equipment. Then make uh, reinforced training constantly. Three, avoid making assumptions about what young workers know. Even if something seems obvious, they may be embarrassed or uncomfortable to ask questions. Four, supervise teens closely, correcting any issues immediately. Five, prepare teens for emergencies such as fire and violent or unexpected dangerous situations. Six, be sure teens know how to use personal protective equipment if needed. Seven, Implement a mentoring or body system with an adult or experienced workplace peer. Encourage open communication where questions are welcome. Tell your young workers what to do if they get hurt on the job. Set a good example as the employer. It is important to create a workplace culture that encourages young workers to ask questions about health and safety concerns. It's also the employer's responsibility to protect the safety and health of workers, and they should pay particular attention to young workers. 
they must carry out a risk assessment before a young person starts work and puts in place measures to protect them. And lastly, young workers should be given appropriate work and provided with adequate training and supervision. Employers should promote a strong safety culture and involve young workers in safety matters. Special rules apply to um, young workers under the age of 18. To parents, parents should take an active role in discussing their teen's employment, reminding their teen to speak up if they feel unsafe or uncomfortable at work. The following are some questions parents can ask their teens about being safe at work. Have you received any safety training? Is there a supervisor present at all times? Do you know who to ask if you have any safety questions? Do you work with any dangerous machinery or hazardous chemicals? Do you know your rights and responsibilities at work? What hours are you expected to work? Do you know what to do if you get injured? And the last question, do you know what to do if an emergency occurs at work? To teachers, educators also play an important role in helping to protect youth, young workers. Teachers can raise awareness about job-related hazards, teach youth how to address workplace hazards, provide information on injury prevention, and inform youth about workers' rights. Students can use this knowledge and these skills throughout their careers. It may be the only workplace safety and health instruction they receive before entering the labor force. And to the youth, there is the need to involve young people. Things must follow the safe work practices at their job site, report hazards to their supervisor or another adult, and speak up when they feel unsafe. Things under the age of 18 also have special protections at work under state and federal child labor laws. Federal um, child labor regulations restrict the hours things under 16 may work and prevent those under age 18 from working in certain dangerous jobs. Some states have more restrictions. It is important for teens, their employers, and their parents to be aware of these special protections. Empowering young people to take action to, to protect themselves and their peers at work should be at the heart of strategies to improve the safety and health of young workers. Improved data. Major data gaps exist in our understanding of occupational injury and illness. Improving national systems for gathering data will allow targeted and evidence-based action. Crucially, data analysis should take careful account of such factors as gender, age, and economic sector. Legislation and regulation. Laws, regulations, and policies concerning the safety and health of young workers should not be limited to young people under the age of 18. Expanding legal protections to cover workers in the informal economy is also an effective way to protect young workers. Governments, employers, workers, and their organizations need to work together to achieve sustainable progress on this issue. Young people need to be fully engaged by government and social partners to strengthen their knowledge so that all parties are empowered to support each other towards holistic and positive change.
mainstreaming in education. Young people should learn about safety and health in the workplace as an integral part of their education before entering the workforce. Young workers should receive job-specific occupational safety and health training in preparation for employment and at the outset of employment. And lastly, advocacy and awareness. Raising public awareness is essential for solving the problem at the global scale. Real-world experiences are an effective way to educate young workers about occupational safety and health. News and social media are essential platforms for increasing awareness and creating the demand for better workplace safety and health. And here is where I'll be stopping for today. Um, you can reach me by email at olaniyoti at newheighteducation.org at 5 p.m. on Sundays, Eastern Standard Time. A host and assistant to the New Height Show on Education, Barbara Bullen, will be having a show on the history and issues of civil rights. Join us on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for Education in the News, a pre-recorded show. Be sure to check out our previous radio shows and join me every Friday at radio.newheightseducation.org as I discuss another issue youths are facing. Remember, a troubled youth is a troubled adult. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org for monthly announcements and other happenings. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.